everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 546. We are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. And I am Mako-chan. And Ari is off tonight because he's working a mid-shift, and I, and, I know the, and I know the pains of a 12 to 8 shift when I see it. Mm. So, anywho, Mako-chan, how are you doing today? I am very tired. I had a very long weekend. Well, my weekend was fun. I had good times. But today I was just like, I felt like I walked into a war zone. Mm. And I'm just like, jeez. That'll be me going back to work tomorrow. What, you took today off? I took today off. Oh, you suck. I uh, was woken up at 8.30 by my mother Mm -hmm. um, with a text message saying, hey, call me if you're up. So I called her and she's like, all right, I'm coming over with the pressure washer and we're going to do all the pressure washing. Okay. At 8.30 this morning. Wow, your mom's a go-getter, huh? Um, no, she just happened to be awake. So we had to go and get gas. Mm -hmm. And then we stopped and grabbed a couple of things and then stopped and grabbed breakfast. And then when we got back, it's just like, okay, well, uh, there's only one pressure washer. And so, yeah. So she pressure washed and I did my laundry. (laughs) Hmm. But who paid for breakfast? Uh, we split breakfast. Okay. She got her own thing and I got my own thing. Uh, that's good. Yeah. I made her lunch, though, if that counts. Well, aren't you the doting daughter? Yeah, I... St- <laughs> I feel like I'm collecting Hello Fresh meals that I haven't cooked yet. <laughs> so lunch was a hello fresh meal and then i just finished dinner which was another hello fresh meal and i have two full meals left and some extra chicken that i have no idea how i have extra chicken uh but yeah so uh yeah okay uh pod culture says damn it now i want breakfast for dinner and mako understand we're no longer we're not we're not being sponsored by HelloFresh right now, so you can kind of chill with the butt kissing. I'm not butt kissing. <laughs> I'm not butt kissing. Do you realize how many extra meals I had because I was like I'm too tired to cook when I got home? No. Yeah. Um. Basically, all of last week, I ended up freezing all of the protein. <laughs> Because I didn't feel like cooking. I was too damn tired. And Sia says, my mom and I have been enjoying HelloFresh meals so far. 
Oh, I enjoy the hell out of it. It's just, I, after having to drive an hour to work and then work eight and a half hours and then drive an hour home, by the time I get home, I really don't feel like cooking. Fair. I, t- I totally get that. So, yeah. So I, I usually just have all of that stuff sitting there. And, uh... Pod culture, actually, it's it's expensive, but not when you actually factor in um, your grocery money. Mm. Um, each meal that I was getting uh, was supposed to be for two people, but I actually was able to split it at least into three. So I was getting a dinner and uh, a dinner or two and lunch. So I have, since I've been doing it, I haven't actually had to go for groceries except for milk and cereal. Um, For the most Mm -hmm. part, everything else I've been eating has just been either I'm too tired to cook, so I grabbed something on the way home, or HelloFresh. Well, you know, and I totally get that because I think like HelloFresh is like, what, 30 bucks a week, give or take, something like that? Uh... About 50. 50. Well, okay. I can understand the pricey aspect. Now, if I'm just saying, if it's 50 bucks a week and you get like 16, let's say you get like 15 meals and each meal is for two, you know? And if you, and it's well, not it's, for, it's, I'm, no, 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 I'm just saying, I'm just throwing well, I'm just, It's mm-hmm. 58. I was, uh, I was spending 58 mm-hmm. for three Two people meals, mm-hmm. but I was getting three, so I was mm-hmm. spending fifty eight for about nine meals. Okay. And how long? And how many days would that be? Like nine meals, and that's like what a week and a half, give or take. Um. No, because I was I had dinner and I had lunches. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, you're talking. It, it went through the week. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, so I mean, I didn't have to worry about buying something to make for my lunch at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I did have it made, I could just come home and reheat it because mm-hmm. it actually heats up pretty well. And I, to- I totally get that. It's like when I, um, with, with Huel, you know, even mm-hmm. though, you know, I'm getting a, a great deal on it. If you look at the price, it's like thirty bucks for like three packages of food, which is like, I think it's like ten servings. So it's three bags, that's so thirty servings. And for some people, that that's like maybe a week, week and a half. So you're spending maybe on average about a hundred bucks a month on fuel. Compare that to like your normal grocery shopping. By the end of the month, that could be anywhere between one and two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, factor in the fact that my job caters lunch every day, so I'm saving fifteen dollars a day right off the bat. Plus the fact that we got cereal and coffee right there in the pantry, so I'm saving an additional like five bucks a day, and except for Fridays when I treat myself. So it's like. Between, you know, and there's usually extras, so I usually take home an extra salad or something like that. So you figure, outside of Tuesdays when I go, when I buy wings, I figure two other days for dinner, which is usually a salad or something nice from from there. 
and like the rest of the like the days, I'm eating Huel. You know, for, like I would say, Thursday, Friday, Saturday for lunch, Sunday for lunch and dinner. You know, and then with all the extra money, I just go out and I just spend maybe twenty to twenty five dollars, about twenty dollars a week on fruit. Because that's, that's why I eat the kind of snack and stuff like that. So, in a way, the way things are, it, it's saving me a few dollars. So, I'm very appreciative of that. So. It's like, it's sort of like when you buy something and you look at the cost. And then when you realize how often you use it and at the rate that you buy it, sometimes it's not so bad. But, you know... E e enough about that. We're, we're going to get in, 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 in into, into the topics and so forth, you know. A anywho, as you can tell, we are live tonight, week of May 31st, 2022, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays from 9 to 10.30 uh, Eastern Time at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. We're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network, so you can find more information about them at vognetwork.com. And you can find them here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash vognetwork. And we have a Discord, so come through and hang out with us. You can find us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel, so come through, hang out, and it's all good. And you don't have to worry about uh, Drunami. He no longer has a joke book, and he can no longer um, destroy the hot tub. So they kind of nerfed his uh, powers or something like that. Anywho. Enough about that. Let's kind of get the ball rolling here. So, Michael-chan, how was your week? How was your day? How was your holiday? Um, Not bad. I, I really didn't do anything, yeah. which was amazing. Um, I, I went over to my mom's. Mm -hmm. Her girlfriend got a new phone, so I was helping her to set that up. Oh, what'd she get? She got the Galaxy S22 Plus. Okay. So I got to play around with that for a little bit, mm. and I want one. Were you able to move all of her old stuff over to the new phone? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, so everything moved over, and that was just fine. Um, so I did get a, uh, get to play with it a little bit, and I really, really, really want it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I uh, basically didn't do anything. I, I slept. I tried to really catch up on my sleep because I had not been sleeping well the last mm -hmm. couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, so I, uh, I basically did nothing for the holiday. Mm. And then today I, you know, was, uh, dealing with laundry and that kind of stuff and cleaning. Um, but I, I do have to do a quick clean of the house mm. since I'm going to have people over this weekend Playing Pokemans. Got you, got you, got you. So, my weekend was pretty chill. My holiday was chill. A friend came to visit, so, you know, we hung out, and I took her to some of the cool nerdy spots in New York City, so, you know, gave us something to do. Um, she got herself a, a new iPhone, so... And I'm in the Apple store, and I'm just like, I, I feel dirty you know I, I, it's it, you know it's like when you go into confessional and you go forgive me father for i have sinned it's been 30 days since my last confession i felt like running into the, the church of android going forgive me android for i have sinned <laughs> <laughs> but for real though you know well 
as I some of you know, I do use Apple devices at work. On a personal level, they're great. On a corporate level, it, it, no. If you if you if you under if you wonder why some of the people in your IT department have gray hairs and they're not even uh, they're not even forty, there's a reason. So, but um, but what was cool is when we got back to the house, we went to set up her her new iPhone. So I'm thinking, well. I'm going to have to break out the laptop, have her log into iTunes, do the sync back and forth. Um, but no, evidently when you, when you transfer, you log in, the old iPhone verifies you and it knows you have a newer iPhone and it's like, do you want to transfer? And it has like this, this, this particles in a circle and you scan it. And like in 10 minutes, it brings everything over. And I guess because since you have iCloud backing everything up on the regular, I thought that was really good. Now, when I upgraded Android phones, all I had to do was log in and it pulled all of my apps and whatever cloud saves that I have, you know, and most of my stuff was logged in. So it wasn't so bad. And then I just had to just swap uh, micro SD cards, you know, but that was cool, you know, and it was fun. She might come back out here at the end of the year. She doesn't know. So I'm just like. I got two weeks paid vacation in December. I will be making plans regardless, so it is what it is. Now, now, as Starlet2 asks, because people are stupid, actually, no. It's not that. It, it's when you tell the, the, Andro the Apple device or the MacBook that it's on a corporate network and it needs these applications... It uses a third-party application called Jamf, and sometimes Jamf can be pretty sketch. So sometimes it'll take it 15 minutes to load the applications. It can take up to an hour. Sometimes when you boot up the Mac and it goes through the remote management, it skips. It, it may skip some of it, and instead of having you log in with your corporate credentials, it's going to tell you to create an account, and, you know, you got to start it all over. I would say the iPhones, it's got, iDevices have gotten a little bit better. It's just the MacBooks that are just yeesh. Whereas a Windows device, you log in, everything installs. You wait an hour till BitLocker is fully enabled. Then you can access the Apple the Office applications. Things are getting better. It's just that I'm so used to on the Windows side that when I do things on Mac, it's like, uh, what now? But it is what it is. Um... And I will say, in regards to, you know, we were talking about how, how our days was and so forth, you know, like, Mako-chan didn't have to go, go into work today, but I did. And, I, and it was like walking into a war zone. We had a ton of new, new people coming into the company, and we had on, onboardings on top of onboardings. Like, they were interfering with normal uh, meetings that we had to cancel because of this, and half of the onboardings got canceled or double booked, and it's just, well now. But all that is cool and said and done. <coughs> also, I decided to treat myself, and I have upgraded my my uh, graphics card from the GTX 1660, which will be going into Peridot before the end of the summer. And I now have an RTX 3060, so now the stream is, is in glorious 60 frames per second now, so... Lovely. It's quite lovely. So, 
And I think I have to send uh, say a, a picture of the card in action. So probably later tonight or tomorrow, I'm going to take the card out and just have it just sitting there on top of the box and take a picture, you know? Because <laughs> you got to admit, there are some PC parts that are kind of sexy and kind of attractive. Like, when I was in Micro Center looking to pick up other things, they had the Asus Gundam routers sitting out. So, I'm not saying I'm a fan of those, but the fact that it's in various colors instead of typical black, I thought it was cool, you know? It's quite refreshing that Verizon's new Fios router comes in stocky white, so, you know. Uh, all right. And also... I, th I think I mentioned how there was a short in my card reader. I forgot I had USB 3 extension cables plugged in. I pulled the one out for the card reader, so I'm going to try it like maybe later this week and see while it reads cards back and forth. So if it reads it fine, then I know this was the culprit. So it is what it is. So, And as Ranger Serena says, my boyfriend has been stalking pricing for the last year. He's itching to upgrade my streaming PC and build a middle lane gaming one for our kid. I will tell you this right now. Now is a good time for graphics cards. I paid $429 for my 3060, which is about slightly above MSRP. Given what it, it the specs are and what it does, then yes. All I know is when I upgrade an AMD 7000 series, it's going to hurt. $300 for 32 gigs of RAM. I am so going to feel that. And thankfully, I've been saving up money for a while, so... And speaking of money, I actually got my tax return back. It, I, it showed up in my account like 10 days after I filed. So I was like, okay. Thank you, government. Funny thing is, I just wasn't expecting it because I was good. So, you know. Now that we got all of that out of the way, let's get into uh, housekeeping. One second, let me flip things over. Alrighty now. And as Starlet2 says, what's a tax return? Well, you see, a tax return is when you've paid more money in taxes that you should, the government realizes that you overpaid, so we owe you some money. And that's what a tax return is. Sometimes when you do other things besides work, the government's like, oh, you had your money in this and this and that. So I don't think we owe you any money, you know. I, and I think this year, this is the second year in a row I've had, I owed the state money because due to unemployment, but it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't forget, uh, episodes of Anime Jam Session are available on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session. Episodes do go up um, on Thursday, so they are available Thursdays around 12 noon. If you don't see them there, that means I forgot to upload it, which means it'll show up that Friday, if I remember, so my apologies. But you can see this last week's episode and episodes going all the way back to 2021 there on our podcasting page, I mean, on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash anime jam session. Click on podcast VODs, you'll find the entire playlist there. And as Starlet2 says, hey, at least the state is sending us a second refund because they didn't spend all the pot money. I wish New York would do something like that. I mean, given that there's a pot truck like, a, like two blocks around the corner from my job, just saying. And it's called Uncle Bud's Truck. 
you know, one one of Mako Chan's distant uncles. So you know, <laughs> I don't forget we have up we have uh, conventions that we're heading out to uh, right now. The first half of our anime conventions are basically done we have a bunch more coming up but that won't be towards the end of the summer so we have shikari con august 20th to the 21st uh pop cult anime convention august 27th to the 28th and RetroCon september 24th to the 25th you know this says pot culture says yes a pot truck yes that's exactly what it is yeah but don't they just sell cbd stuff no there is an article on Gothamist that explains how they got how they get around it. It's sort of like a subscription service. It's like you go to the truck and you sign up for a membership for something, and because you sign up for a membership, you get free pot. Because technically, you're not paying for it. Mm. There you go. And as Pod Culture says, I'm still rocking my Radeon 5700 XT. Well, when you start streaming, there is a Radeon encoder somebody's been working on for like the last couple of years. Use that when you stream. That way it'll save on the stress of streaming with through this through this uh through the CPU. Starlet 2 says, I wish we had pot delivery here. Denver has it, we don't. Here we go. I I can just picture it now. You, you hear the Mr. Softy truck and it pulls up and he sells more than just ice cream. That'd be awesome. You would be driving it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that reminds me of an episode of Shameless where they were doing stuff like that. Could you could you imagine? But here it is. Instead of the Mr. Softy theme, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's, um, you hear some Snoop Dogg playing as, as it goes down the street. Then you know the, the, uh, the weed trucks here. <laughs> and as Slime Boy says, there's pot delivery in New York. Okay. Last story. And then we got to get into geek, into a uh, geek round table. When I was living with my mother. She could call a phone number and have it delivered to the house like Domino. So I was like, we got it like that. What? Okay, then, you know. <laughs> so Ranger Serena says, or it's a whole different truck blasting because it got high. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Knowing Mako, her truck would probably be playing some Tenacious D. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that works. See, there you go. All right. And now we're at the part of the show, uh, Geek Roundtable, where we talk more about the geekier aspects of our week. So I'm looking at Mako-chan's uh, screen. That's, what about it? That's not John Wick, is that? No. no. I don't. I don't know... No, that's uh, that 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 that's that's my supernatural fandom coming back. There and there it is, ladies and gents. Well, I, to to be perfectly honest, I have already shown off Crowley, but um, I I I I may may have signed up for one of the supernatural boxes. <laughs> oh God. 
<laughs> and and in that supernatural box uh, might have been a plush for um, Hellhound. Oh boy! Um, so I I couldn't just show off the Hellhound. I had to show off Crowley, and I'm naming the Hellhound Juliet. Juliet. Because, you know, that was at least one of the first ones that he did mention owning. Mm. So, yes, now Crowley has a Juliet. <laughs> okay, so... I didn't watch much of anime, because like I said, I was entertaining a guest, and we were just hanging out, gaming, you know. We watched mo- movies and just dicked around you know it was, it was a good it was good it was, it was a very chill weekend and it was the first time in a very long time where i actually had a four-day weekend and two of those days were actually paid so i was just like oh no and to be fair if i didn't have any guests i, w- I would have actually volunteered like friday work friday and monday for like five hours or something like that i probably would have hopped on the bus and came out to your place but um, I posted this on I posted a picture of this on my Twitter and I want to share it off uh, real quick. So I have a friend Luna Suki. I've known her for about twenty years. Whenever she's in town by herself or with her daughters, we meet up and go and have a couple of drinks or drinks and go out to dinner and stuff like that. So we went to this pretty cool uh, Japanese restaurant. And I forget the name of it. I think it's called Merutaki, something like that. But uh, afterwards, I figure we go to Tap House. It's this cool bar where, you know, you get a tap card and there's like, I think there's like 20 taps. And, you know, you tap the card, you get some something to drink, you know, and it's cool. You could try various uh, um, alcohols, but we didn't do that. We went to this place called Otto's Shrunken Head. The last time I was there, I think that had to be about eight years ago, maybe nine. I went there with Lexi, uh, Kelly, Stephanie, I believe Brady. We all went to see Headphones President uh, live at this one place down in the Bowery, but they were also playing that Sunday. So me and Lexi went to go see them uh, live. Now, the place is not just like a band, a band place, a concert venue, but it's also a bar. So me, um, Luna, and, and, and her kid, Keith, we all went, you know, we just went to hang out. And you can get like these cool themed drinks, tiki drinks, but you can also, for seven bucks, you can get it in a tiki bar, in a tiki glass, or a tiki mug. And at the end of the night, they ask you, if you want the money back or would you like to keep the tiki glass or tiki mug? So I'm thinking, Oh, it's only seven bucks. So I decided to keep it. This is my tiki mug. A Manaki mm-hmm. Neko. Straw goes here. Drink goes here. I thought this was like the coolest, uh, coolest thing ever. So I bought it. I 
I know I no longer I won't use it to drink out of. I it's washed out and clean. It actually sits on my sh- on my dresser right next to my air purifier. Kind of have something kind of make it a little bit nice. And on the other side is my um glow in the dark Artemis that that sits around the moon around Venus's wand. So so that's up there. So and it, it 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 fits. It, I mean, it has a good aesthetic. I should post a picture of it sometime soon. So you know, mm-hmm. and that's basically my uh, geek around table. Now, normally it would be uh, me, Mako, and Ari, but like I said, Ari is out tonight. Uh, he's working, so I guess we could just go back and forth. So, Mako, you want to kick things off? Uh, sure. Wonderful. So, um, Sony Media Subsidiary Aniplex, it's Cloverworks Animation Studio, Production IG, sister company Wit Studio, and publisher Shueisha announced on Monday that they have jointly established a new company named John. The company's objective is primarily the planning and production of television anime series, anime film, and short clips. The company aims to route the production to the best production lines and creators for both Cloverworks and Wit Studio, instead Mm. of only routing the process through a single company. The new company will also aim to provide a better business model for both studios, enabling profits to be more effectively distributed among quote-unquote staff creators and those involved in the animation studio. The company also plans to collaborate with various other studios aside from Cloverworks and Wit Studio. Um, so yeah, so we're looking at an, uh, an initial capital investment of 100 million yen, which is $786,000. Um, they are currently collaborating on Spy uh, Spy Family, mm-hmm. and uh, that premiered on April the 9th. I have been watching Spy Family. I think you'd like it. It's basically Mr. and Mrs. Smith meets Spy Kids meets Matilda. That sounds weird, but okay. It's it only gets weird when Anya has to do stuff. Okay, that's when it gets <laughs> weird. And I'm looking at the website here, and I, and I like what they're saying. It's like it's sort of like how before when Funimation. You need to fix your stream elements. Is it still doing that? Yep. Okay, I thought I fixed that. All right. I, I took I took that out like last week. I don't I have no clue why it's doing that. Maybe I have to turn off something else. Alright. But um In a way it's sort of like how Funimation was was bought was owned by another company. I forget the name of it. Uh they were they're a distributor. And I know them because when I was working at Staples, we get like software from them. So it was basically it's sort of like Funimation would dub the anime and put it to package it up and this other company would take it and just distribute it. And I believe in that way, it makes things a little bit cheaper. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, I would say with something like this, with a setup like this, 
we're going to get really good quality anime and it's going to hit like physical releases a lot quicker, you know, instead of a one person joint task, one person team, it's like a four person joint task force. So All right, let's see, check commands. Let's see. I don't see. Right, let's look at custom commands. Well, it's not. I turned it off, so. Ugh, let's see. Oh, don't mind me. Don't mind me. Okay, that That's fine. Now, let's check timers. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. There we go. That's what it was. There was a timer set to post that. All right, so. So that's fine. All right, so. So there should be no more issues in our chat about um, HelloFresh. Our promotion is over, but by all means, if you know of any other Twitch streamers that are promoting HelloFresh, buy from them. Throw them some money, too. We, we're all independent podcasters, streamers. We got to work together one way or another, so. I'm so glad this one-day heat wave is almost over. Yeah. I mean, when I got... I'm, I'm, very, I'm very glad that it's supposed to be decent weather for this coming weekend. Yes. Yes, indeed. Because I'm not ready to wear my short-sleeve uh, collared shirts yet. And when I got in from work, like when I was having dinner, the door was open, everything is cool. Now that I'm in the, in the hot seat here, it's a little warmer, warmer than it should be. And it's not because of the studio light, so, you know. Yeah, I have the air conditioner in the living room on. Mm -hmm. I have the air conditioner in my bedroom on. And I have all of the fans on just to try and make sure that it's cool where I have my computer so mm -hmm. I can stream mm -hmm. and not, you know... Sweat my ass off. Gotcha. Oh yeah, like like what I do during the summer times when I have the fan all the way down at the back back end of the apartment, like eight feet away on low, so that I can stay cool. You know. Mm -hmm. Starlet Two says heat wave. It's fifty here. Theo X seventy five says it's seventy five outside right now. How is it on your side, folks? I will tell you this. Right now it's eighty five degrees and it feels like eighty four with forty four percent humidity. It is currently 82, and it feels like 84. At and tomorrow, there's going to be an afternoon thunderstorm, so I'll have to make sure to pack my uh, my uh, my um, umbrella. So, anywho, enough about the weather and trading weathers and stuff like that. Let's talk about Yoshitaka Amino and DC Comics, because he just penned a cover art for a, a variant cover for DC Comics featuring Batman. He ha so Yoshitaka Amino, y'all know him from Final Fantasy, Labyrinth, and especially Vampire Hunter D. He has drawn a brooding Batman variant cover. And this summer, you'll have a chance to grab a copy of this, a 1 in 25 chance to be precise. Detective Comics issue number 1063 drops later this summer, and it features the continued adventures of The Dark Knight, as written by Ram V and illustrated by Raphael Albuquerque. And the summary of this issue is, old friends Bruce Wayne and Harvey Dent share a moment together asking, at what point does Gotham not need a Batman anymore? 
as Batman's investigation around Gotham leads him to encounter more and more demonic beings. The one thing they all have in common is they're all people he fights to keep off the streets and behind bars. But when Two-Face appears asking Batman for help, is he friend or foe? And what is whatever's going on with Batman already too late for him to do anything about? Is he the detective or the devil? So, that's what it's going to be. So, it's going to be 40 pages. It's going to run you 5 bucks for the standard, 6 for the card stock variant. And it goes on sale August 23rd, 2022. And I'm going to see if I can drop a copy of the image in here. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. Mm -hmm. I, I But I there like Amino's work, so. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yep, and th and there it is. I don't know if he's really brooding, but that is some amazing shading, though. Now, I was totally caught off guard by this. A new Speed Racer series. Yeah, I had heard that there was one in the works. Um... I think we might have touched on it. It was, I know it was being talked about, but right. nothing was set. Mm -hmm. But it looks like it's being reported um, as of last Wednesday that Speed Racer um, is definitely getting a live action series. It's going to be at Apple by J.J. Abrams. Mm -hmm. So um, Abrams is serving as executive producer. Um, and then it looks like uh, Hira Martinez is serving as showrunner and co-writing the series with Ron Fitzgerald. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, yeah, so it looks like, again, it's going to be live action. Um, it's going to be part of Abrams and Bad Robots deal with Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. um, again, they've been working on collaborating this crap for many years now. Um it was announced in 2015 that there was plans for a new license program mm -hmm. uh, that would be reintroducing the property and make the episodes available in high definition for the first time. Um, and then, again, they announced at the same time that it was developing a new Speed Racer series with a modern audience in mind. Mm. So, again, this has been in the works for a couple of years. Um, we've had various inklings. Um, we did have the live action adaptation movie in 2008, uh, which really didn't do very well. You know, what's interesting about that when that came out, I had thought about going to see it, but the general consensus was it is a terrible movie. Do not go see it. Unless you are tripping on LSD, don't bother seeing it. That's basically what I was told. I was like, okay. And then I, and then, I wait, was, wait. I, I watched a little bit of the movie. I just I could not get into it, and I absolutely love Speed Racer. Now, in recent years, you know, people are saying it's a very good movie. I've had friends tell me it's a good film. I'm just like, I I, I don't know. I'm more I'm kind of more warming up to maybe watching it and see for myself 
But from my understanding of the changes, I don't know if I will like it, but I will watch it just because. Now, I do remember in the late 90s, in syndication, there was The New Adventures of Speed Racer. That was a good, that was a good series. I enjoyed that. Uh, Speed Racer Next Generation, I didn't check out. And Speed Racer X, I didn't check out. But if it's streaming, I'll definitely um, give it a try. And as C. DeBerry says, it's very stylistic from what I remember. And Slime Boy says, smoke some weed first. Uh, we might have to do that. I mean, the, the only there, the only reason why I even attempted to watch it is because I like a lot of the actors that are in it. Mm-hmm. I like Christina Ricci. I like yeah. John Goodman. I like Susan Sarandon. Um, so, I mean, I like a lot of the actors that were in it, mm-hmm. but it just... I, I tried watching it and just could not keep with it. Yeah. So maybe it is just, you know, having to sit down and watch it after smoking. Just to get through it, I guess. Sounds so okay. that, that, that sounds like something that everybody should come over and participate with. <laughs> and at least we have the back door out there. You know, we can just kind of sit up and be like, uh, okay, at least we know what we saw, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm down. I got the big-ass TV now. Mm-hmm. And you have the I'm set- all stocked up on various things. And, and we have the sound bar, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll have to give it a shot then, you know. I'm down. You're down for anything that has to do with the with the magical plant. Well, not always. Mostly. Not always. Mostly. Not always. Okay. So, I believe a while back we talked about a team up with My Hero Academia and Sanrio. Looks like it's going to happen again. This time, it's going to be the villains. So... Yeah, I... I am kind of excited about that. I kind of wish I had jumped in on this before, but I may have to this time around. So... Uh, some of some of the merch is still out there, mm-hmm. so that's that's actually how I got my bats maru. Yeah, I definitely, I if any, I would definitely get my, I would definitely go for Uraka, my melody, and probably Todoroki and Tuxedo Sam. Probably, or. Even better, Aizawa and Choco Cat. That, that's that's <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. Now I'm going to uh, share this link. I'm going to post it in the chat here. You can see the image straight off the bat. And what I'm going to also do is post in the chat on the screen here the collab that that they're doing. So. And for those of you who cannot see the image too well, because I'm just trying to be careful with the resizing and so forth, this is the, current, the upcoming collab that, we'll, that we're going to see. Uh, Midoriya with Pochako, Bakugo with Batsmaru. No, actually, no. 
I think this is the old one. Wait, hold on. Is it? That, yes. yes that right, list yeah, yeah. is the old one. All right. So. But uh, they've added okay, onto it. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I think they just, like, like looks like they added uh, Toga as Karomi. Looks like they did that. Or no, no. No, that was the last collab. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. Da, 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 well, that yeah. that list is all of them. Yeah. So basically, the last collaboration. Okay. Oh, so, was oh, this is only the heroes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, I see. So this time it's just Shiragaki, Shigaraki, Dobby, Himiko, and Twice. Okay. So basically, you had Shigaraki is Gitatama, Dobby and Hangudon, Himiko and Kuromi, and Twice and Osaro no Monkichi. So yeah, I'm. Definitely want to. I definitely get the Himiko one. That I'll just add it to the mat to the collection. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um. And basically, our last story of the night: an international film festival with Mamoru Oshii as its head judge. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I, I am kind of um, looking forward to this. Yeah. Well, it's, um, from what the article is saying, uh, the film festival, <clears throat> um, which is going to be running every year, mm-hmm. is going to basically um, feature seminars, musical performances, and other programs There are going to be about 25 to 35 works screened. Uh, Staff expect around 12,000 paid attendees. Um, But from what we're looking at here, it looks like it's going to be mostly um, feature-length films. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mamoru Oshii uh, is the one that revealed this on Monday, uh, last Monday. Um, And he's going to be... Uh, the judging committee chairman right. of this whole thing. Their very first film festival is going to be March 17th to the 20th of 2023. Um, so uh, again, um, they are uh, blah, 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 blah. Where is it? I thought I saw it. I guess I didn't. Um, it must've been one of the other ones I was reading, but yeah, okay. so this is um, again, they're looking for, actual feature length films. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because it means that a lot of independent work will be featured more. Um, and I think a lot of that independent work being featured like that and maybe getting a little bit more, uh, screen time and ability to be seen and talked about, Mm-hmm. Uh, will show that be, because um, like the the companies that are out there now, a lot of the bigger companies overshadow the smaller companies. They over. What, wait, what the hell? Hold on, hold on here. What the frick? Uh, Skype. Oops. Oh, thank God that was just like bare. That was a minimal thing that 
we was able to pull the call right back together. So yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I have to. And as Bonds of Low Six says, ah, wave if nostalgia hearing hit that sound. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to it just to see more of the independent companies, um, independent artists getting seen uh, a little bit more. Um, just because uh, a lot of the companies, they don't, I, I guess they have very strict uh, working standards for the people in the company. And this will allow a, a lot of the smaller, lesser known companies to be out there. A lot of the smaller, lesser known artists uh, so that their work also gets highlighted. Um, so I am, as I said, I'm looking forward to this because I'm looking forward to um, some independent films, some independent animated films. Yeah. It's just, we, you know, we, we've got independent films all over the place, but this being strictly for animation, mm-hmm. um, I think will allow for the genre to maybe evolve a little bit more into, uh, being seen as more mainstream where, you know, sometimes outside of Japan, it's not. Mm. And having a film festival strictly for that and it being international. Um, it's not just a, ja- a Japan only thing. It is an international film festival. So they're going to be grading and judging animated feature length films mm. from all over. Uh, so I, I think that's awesome because, again, we don't. Here in the U.S., we don't really see uh, the animation genre yeah. as a adult genre of film that often. Yeah, and honestly, I have to say, I think one of the last times there was more of a, an animated film that had more of an adult feel to it was Cool World, and it didn't do too well, you know? There may be, they may, there may be others more recent but that's the only one that i can really remember well i i mean i think there's a lot that while it is for kids they do try and you know put in stuff for the adults um i think um like disney has a big handle on that uh and you know doing things like that but as a strictly adult animated thing, fully animated, where mm-hmm. Cool World was, you know, partially animated with partially live oh, action. Right, right, right. Uh, Sierra says Baby's Kids. Well, Baby's Kids was more kids, teenagers, you know. Let, let, let's be real. I mean, the, I mean, yeah. The I, snap I, session I, alone was like, that's teenager shit, you know. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah. a, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff um, that, again, you know, it, it's if we had not had such a stigma on animation for mm-hmm. adults, right? Um, I could see Baby's Kids really getting raunchy. Yeah, you know, I mean, they they towed the line on you know, kind of like a mm-hmm. PG thirteen right. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But if we were better equipped to allow adults to enjoy animation mm-hmm. without it, you know, being seen as being geeky, well, uh, well, I think at that point they could have gone uh, under a more adult, you know, 
viewing for that. Well, I would say, well, Slime Boy says Fritz the Cat. That's a good one. Now, I would say it's definitely super raunchy. Now, I wouldn't say this is raunchy, but it's more like a WTFS. I would say BoJack Horseman on Netflix. I would say that's more teenager, but a lot of that is adult stuff when you sit there and you think about it. Well, that's just it. That's a series. Yeah, okay. And, you know, we've kind of, with Family Guy and things like that, we've kind of been able to have a more not necessarily adults mm-hmm. showing for animation and series, yeah. but something that is definitely not for kids, you know? So, I mean, I, I would definitely say that, yes, that has helped, but you know, this is specifically mm-hmm. for feature length films. Gotcha. So I, I think, you know, hoping that something like this will allow the genre of feature length film in animation to be shown and show that it is something that adults can get into and actually, you know, be really good. Um, Sita Berry says Aqua Teen Hunger Force, the movie um, you've got uh, Beavis and Butthead, the movie. Oh yes. Beavis definitely and Butthead was not America. for kids. Yeah. Um, you've got South Park, which mm-hmm. is definitely not for yeah, kids. Bigger, longer. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. About, like I said, there had to be ones that I, I was not remembering. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they're, they're out there mm-hmm. and they do make it into theaters, but they don't have the staying power mm-hmm. that a lot of other stuff does. And Metropolis, well, I suppose. I I suppose. Because I say that, because I know that was done by a Japanese studio, I think, wasn't it? Uh, Off the top of my head, I don't know. But um, now that we've had we had our deep, provoking thoughts on the various topics here, it's now time to change gears and go what the f with Meanwhile in Japan. <laughs> Sometimes I look at these articles and I'm like, I wish I could play the Benny Hill theme. Hmm. So do you want the one that we haven't spoken about or the update? I will take the one we haven't spoken about. Okie dokie. So it seems that a security guard was arrested in Shizuoka for leaving urine at a pachinko parlor. Now, you might want to ask yourself... Arrested for leaving urine at a pachinko parlor? That makes absolutely no sense. It doesn't, but it does make sense when it's, um, how many gallons? It's when it's 13 liters of urine, which is like 10 gallons. So, here, here, here's the thing. So, as the story goes here, a 46-year-old security guard in Fujinoma City, Shizuoka Prefecture, 
decided on a place that's used as the same sentence as waste for urine. On November 6th of last year, a staff at a pachinko parlor in the Nakaracho area of Fujinoma came across an abandoned cardboard box in the facility's multi-story parking garage. And inside this box was a collection of 27 plastic bottles ranging in sizes. Anywhere from 17 ounces to 68 ounces, which is like a couple gallons, containing 13 liters of urine, which is about, I'd say, 10, 11 gallons. So the police was called and they launched an investigation and they were able to track down the producer of said urine with surveillance cameras. On the 24th of May of this year, they found the person that was arrest that was causing this and arrested him on charges of violating the waste management law. And he says, it was a bother to go to the toilet, so I saved it. But I had trouble disposing of it, so I threw it away at my favorite pachinko parlor. When the news of this went out, readers were naturally amused by the, the absurdity of this. With various comments in regards to this, suggesting that the suspect may have been a bottler. This is a Japanese term for a person who gets so engrossed in an online game that they can't tear themselves away long enough to use the toilet. And, well, you know, we've seen an episode of South Park about this. Make love, not Warcraft. <laughs> and thankfully, as small as my apartment is, I never have to do that because right behind me to the left is the bathroom. I may be lazy, but I'm not that lazy. Comments such as, what does this guy guard? I never tried to pee in a bottle before. It looks really hard. Truck drivers just throw it out the window. Even if you throw it away, why in a parking lot? Maybe he didn't want to waste water by flushing. Just pour it into a public toilet somewhere. Reduce, reuse, recycle. If you're, if you're planning to gather that much at once, it's probably worth investing in a gas can. Now, a gas can would be a good investment, or perhaps one of those old-timey hollowed-out sake gourds for a touch of class. But then again, such a forethought is probably a little too much to ask of someone who can't be bothered to use a toilet. Probably the only way to deter this behavior is to remind everyone that the police in Japan do not take waste abandonment lightly. Whether it's pee in plastic bottles or poop in bento boxes, they will find you unless you have something better to do at that time. And as Bonds 6 says, and about that topic, I will forever plead a fifth. Fair enough. <laughs> I think you may have traumatized some of the participants in tonight's show there, Mako. Eh, I try. Well, it's all on you. So, update. Um, I... I I'm going to assume that this is probably going to be one of the last. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so it is uh, known. We've, you know, been speaking about this, about the town that accidentally sent all of its COVID relief money to one single resident. Mm -hmm. 
after disappearances and lawsuits and revelations, um, we did speak last week about the fact that he was arrested for fraudulent use of a computer because, you know, he used it all in online gambling. So in the biggest shock, um, the morning of May 24th, the mayor held a press conference announcing that approximately 43 million yen or 338,000 of that money. And we're talking about the original number as 46.3 million yen. Mm -hmm. Um, So that had already been recovered by the town. Well, that's good. Yeah. At the time, um, how this miraculous and completely unexpected recovery was accomplished wasn't clear. But the amount that came back was equivalent to what the recipients, uh, the 24-year-olds, show Taguchi, transferred among three different payment companies. Mm. Since online gambling is illegal in Japan, banks and credit cards won't authorize transfers to foreign casinos. So he had to first put the money into a Japanese company that handles online payments and then send it overseas. Mm. Uh, Now it has come to light that this was all thanks to the lawyer, his ability to utilize several legal technicalities in unison to pull off this reversal of fortunes has even amazed others in the law profession. To start, uh, the lawyer knew that going after Taguchi for the money was a lost cause. And although conventional thinking might be to go after the bank for liability, Um, that legal battle would take years with no guarantee of success. Instead, the lawyer set his sights on the three payment companies. Mm. The exact way he approached them isn't exactly clear, but according to reports, he simply pointed out to them that Taguchi's dealings with them was morally problematic, both because of how he obtained the money and how it was used. The lawyer reportedly then mentioned that because of anti-fraud laws passed in 2010, when third parties are involved in in suspicious transactions, the government can look into their books. Considering these types of businesses are attractive platforms for some dubious businesses and operations to move money around, such an audit would potentially open a really, really big can of nasty worms. Mm. So the payment companies opted to simply refund the entire amount of money that Taguchi deposited instead. However, since the transaction was between the companies and Taguchi, they could only refund the money back to him, which brings us right back to square one with him holding the money and the town scrambling for a legal channel to get it back. Luckily, the lawyer was prepared for that as well, and he found that Taguchi just happened to also have been delinquent on some past taxes. Employing the National National Tax Collection Act, the lawyer knew that in such cases, the government had the power to seize more than the amount owed in taxes. The exact amount Taguchi owned isn't owed isn't known but it didn't matter because the town had the legal authority to go in and take all 43 million yen right when the payment companies refunded him so this creates a bit of an odd situation because the 43 million that the town is holding isn't technically connected to the original mistaken bank transfer it's a seizure of assets because of delinquent taxes 
Taguchi can demand that they refund him everything except for the money owed in taxes, but by the time that process is carried out, the town's own slam-dunk lawyer against him will probably the town's own slam-dunk lawsuit against mm-hmm. him will probably have been concluded in their favor. It's a clear-cut checkmate. It's certainly an impressive bit of lawyering that some say should be made into a movie. Ooh. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, nice to see that, you know, sometimes lawyers are good for something Well, yeah. <laughs> with their, with their, you know, conniving ways and ability to, you know, get under the skin of some really, really shady companies. I'm suddenly reminded of the show Suits. Very good show. It's on Peacock. Definitely check it out. Okay, now we got nothing but dead air. <laughs> Sorry, I was finishing my tea. I, 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 I had a feeling you were drinking something. I heard something faintly, so. Yeah, I, I I don't do well with pollen, and since I was outside today kind of helping my mother, I inhaled all the pollen that she was cleaning off of everything. All so, that tree sex. Yes, I, I am very much against tree sex. And being an unwitting participant in tree sex. <laughs> and as Bonds 006 basically said, so he committed wire fraud, so they did him like Al Capone, convicted on tax evasion. Pretty much, yeah. We're, there's more than one way to, to skin a cat, you know? Hey, when when you're talking about that amount of money, uh huh, um, it's it's much better to attempt to, you know, get it back through that those kinds of means, especially since, uh, yeah, it's it's it's, you know, a, a legal gray area, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We do have a bit of time, so I I want I wanted to bring this up earlier, but I totally forgot. But I I wanted to share this link. It, it again, it is no secret that I am a fan of Sailor Venus Minako Aino. It's like, duh. So a friend of mine sent me a link to these figures, to the, to this to this Princess Venus figure, and I'm like, this is absolutely gorgeous. And I click on the link and I'm like, I don't have $500. And this is the figure right here, as you can see. It is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, I saw that. Yes. And this is a garage kit. Honestly, if this was like around $150, I, I'd buy it. I no, no questions asked. I would certainly buy it. But $500—that's a that's a little that's a little bit out of my wheelbarrow, you know, wheelhouse. But God damn, it is absolutely gorgeous. Look at that. 
Yeah, it's definitely a decent mm-hmm. quality for a garage kit, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's a little pricey for something that isn't a licensed I know item. I know. And And if you go to the to the website that that carries these, they have other ones and some of the stuff's not as expensive, so I actually went looking. Well, and it's is like, it is the expense because it's fully painted? Because I know you can get these garage kits that are not yes. painted and they're it, cheaper. It's pre-painted for four hundred and ninety bucks, unpainted two hundred and eighty dollars. Okay, I I can understand yeah. the oh. expense then oh, if it's painted, yeah. but still that's that's expensive for a non-painted one. Oh, I get that. Like there's a fisheye pre-painted that's available for eighty bucks, unpainted is forty bucks. I get that. That's yeah. That's. Mm. Unless because there are clear pieces and the clear pieces are more expensive. Could be. I mean, it's actually a cl- it com- it is clear from what I'm seeing here, but then you just start painting it. I mean, oddly enough, they had a Princess Jupiter one for $145. I guess I'm going to guess it's because of the materials used to make it. Yeah, that's that's possible because yeah jupiter's 145 mercury is 270 and venus is 280 yeah that's that's definitely the material and the amount of material then yeah yeah i have a garage kit that i'm too damn scared to paint (laughs) see the beer he says that's more than i paid for my dark shadows full series box set and Slimeboy says that specific paint job is from a great YouTuber. And I believe it's Leona's workshop. Yep. And actually knows if you I actually know somebody who does garage kits. She'll do them for like for like around around a hundred bucks. I'm just saying if you don't wanna do it, you know. Yeah, I I would have to find it first. Mm-hmm. Because she, because um, I, I have a Sailor V, a garage kit, and she said she would paint mine. I just haven't gotten around to sending it to her and so forth, which I really need to. Yeah, I mean, I, I just like that you get a lot of these kits mm-hmm. and have a lot of variety in outfits. So true. All right, I, I given that the time we, we've killed enough time, so we're gonna go ahead and start wrapping up the show. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. We tell you what we like and don't like. So, if you have any questions about the show. Drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget to visit our website at animejamsession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, our YouTube videos, our Facebook pages full of convention cup photos, 
uh, convention reviews, convention reports, uh, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, editorials, anime reviews, so much more at AnimeJamSession.com. And if you want to check out older episodes on the go, you can find us in the podcasting forum. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anything that you use for catch for listening to podcasts, just search Anime Jam Session and you'll find us. And what's cool is some of these apps have a section where you can leave reviews, so if you could, leave a review. We'd like to know what you think. And follow us on our social media with YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Anime Jam Session. Follow us on the YouTubes for convention videos and, and so forth. Uh, Twitter, when we're going live, when we have new articles and other cool stuff. And Facebook, where so you can see my massive collection of convention and cosplay photos. Definitely check them out. Uh, I'm hoping to have the rest of Castle Point up by the end of this week. And don't forget, we have our tip jar down below. There's a link to our stream elements and our code 5 if you want to throw us straight cash. Or if you, if you don't want to do that, throw us some bits. We greatly appreciate that. And auto-hosting is pretty cool as well. So now I'm going to throw it over to Mako-chan for last words. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Want to stay home and bang the drum all day? Yeah, pretty much. My last words is, there is a 7-Up pound cake on top of my fridge taunting me. A 7-Up pound cake? Yes, a 7-Up cake. I think I call it pound cake because that's what it tastes like. It's a glazed cake, and my friend, she she bought it. We ate some of it. I ate some of it last night. It's it's taunting me. Because <laughs> mm. it's so good. Ooh, that reminds me. I have brownies. Regular or special? Regular. Still tasty. Yeah, I, I have to go and get some more stuff to be able to make special brownies. Gotcha. Well, that is it. End of list. Uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Anime Jam Session. Ari will be back. It'll be fun and massively cool. So, yeah. So, I'm Ranma. And I am Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. That is perfect. Awesome. We're out of here. See you all next week. Jamatane!